There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict with the black magic. Crack a bitch back. Power crack a craft magic. Big daddy smoking big Cali in a black alley in a black granddaddy rolling down old natty how Napping Maddie as a black granddaddy all back. No cabin, fat, black, both captain state floating, no flapping wave runner. I'm a gunner, I'ma have your block hot as a sunner all summer. And I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama. I'ma tear out the actors playing like they This is going to be a great episode. <laughs> it's like when you take sips of things. Welcome back <laughs> to another brand new episode of Close Enough. Hello. Abby is. I'm a survivor. Let's say, let's put on a percentage. <laughs> Remember the time that you fell and your ankle was it? on a percentage. I'm going to go with like, I feel like an 86 right now. 86? Yeah. That, I mean, your 86 is better than some people's 92s. I, uh, better than my 92. My head is still, the sinus pressure is pretty rough. The C word has finally hit. <laughs> COVID. COVID. That's one one C word. Well. So last week, it all started last week. I think last Saturday night, we hung out. We started watching Ozark. Mm-hmm. Then Sunday, Abby started having some pain in what she thought was from uh, her dental. She had a cavity filled. Mm-hmm. Now, that was Friday. Yeah. yeah, but you were having pain yeah. then. I legit thought, like, I distinctly remember being in the chair, and I was like, they put the shot in my jaw. I was like, that hurt my ear. I don't think that should hurt my ear. But I guess it was just all, like, sinus problems and stuff. And I know, like, right now, everybody has sinus issues, and but it got pretty rough. And then I woke up Tuesday with a little sore throat. Mm-hmm. I was gone. I had to go to training on Tuesday. Um, so Abby was also burned with... You know, the stuff that I normally do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, by the end of day Tuesday, I picked up the kids, got them in the car, and I just was progressively... Downhill fast. Awful. Just feeling awful. And uh, just for shits and giggles, I want to note that I put in a Walmart click list order to get like snacks and stuff and food for the kids... I went to go pick it up, and we sat for 35 minutes, and we never sit that long at our Walmart. And I go to check everything again, like, do I have the date right? Did I get the time right? Because sometimes I have put an order in, and I didn't put it all the way through, and I went to go pick it up, and it wasn't even, like, a thing. Yeah. I put the order in, and it went through, but it it was in Moorhead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is 35 minutes away from us. So. Which it defaulted to that, I guess. You I don't know what happened. Hair. I'd been messing with stuff, and I think I just, because I was trying to get Charlie a vaccination. Yeah. But anyway, so. A booster, I, Charlie's vaccinated. Yeah. Right, yeah a booster, booster shot. Um, 
I've so just the moment of sitting in that car, Harlan yelling out numbers randomly of all the other people, like all the other parking spots. That's funny. Charlie bitching and moaning because we were not getting our stuff in time. I was just, I was miserable and could not get home fast enough. And I just went late in bed and I was like, "Mm." and this would be a theme for the rest of the week. Yeah. Thought maybe it's just strep or something. This isn't. So I went and got COVID tested and uh, she's like, honey, you've got the COVID. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where the fun ends though. I was like, well, shit. So I was okay. I was fine. I called Gary. I have it. Going home. We'll figure this stuff out. I wait for our school nurse to call because <laughs> at this point, no one is doing contact tracing. Like, contact tracing is so hard. Like, our e- even our health department's like, hey, if you got it, just fill out this form. <laughs> Can you call us? <laughs> yeah. Can you just let us know? Um, so I talked to our nurse who's doing it through there and. When she states the date that Harlan, who is not vaccinated, at this point, no symptoms, that he has to stay in quarantine. Till I, February 10th. I, I, die. I was like, days? I get a text message. It says, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and I was like, and I was on the phone. I was like, uh. I was I, like, is that good or bad? She's like, it's bad. Call me. Uh, because I don't, in my head, I cannot process. Number one, I'm not sure like what my quarantine status is. I was so focused on the and kids. And you feel bad. Right. I, I legitimately on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday felt pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um, not Tuesday, I'm sorry, Wednesday, Thursday. You looked amazing though. Thank you. Thank you. You're a liar. I've been hardcore flirting with Abby. <laughs> awful and he's still flirting with me um take notes husband <laughs> i can't even like keep my eyes open um i've it, so i've never seen abby sleep like this it's crazy but she I, slept perfect during the day at night she's sleep. like a baby she had her day like i woke up one night and she's sitting there on her phone i'm like uh <laughs> also by the way there's no isolation we slept in the same bed yeah I mean, Tuesday night, I'm testing myself in our bedroom, and we have Harlan and Charlie. Like, they've already been around me. Harlan's already slept, you know, beside me Tuesday. So I'm thinking, like, what's the, what's the odds of this? Gary just gets in bed. <laughs> I'm like, I might have COVID. And you're like, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. COVID's not real. <laughs> and so the next day when he goes to get Harlan, because I am – positive i'm like wait, wait wait are we like do i need to go to the bed like am i isolating in the bedroom what's our plan we didn't talk about this i mean we'd already been around each other so so he was like ah <laughs> so there was no isolation um not that like we were ignoring it. i just in our home it's well it with a four-year-old anyway it's hard super obsessed with me yeah <laughs> like where's mom where's mom where's mom um when he knows i'm here so it was just I don't know. And there's, I don't know how you tell him, you know, but actually, as a matter of fact, we had him tested, not a single symptom. Nothing. I think he's had like a runny nose. Um, and that's it. I've heard him cough like three times. Probably because he's choking on something. 
Right. He ran a little too fast, got a little got a little winded. Yeah. <laughs> and so what day was that? I guess it was Friday. That was Friday. Take him in, positive. I was like, well shit. Charlie Who has <laughs> she has had every symptom. She has, she is her friends have tested positive. Uh-huh. Now Abby's tested positive. She is really missing out on this COVID train. <laughs> so she's, you know, on her deathbed. Take Harlan. I go to Mount Sterling Pediatrics. They come out. Oh, worst experience of my life, but they come oh, He's positive, you know. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Drive off. Make an appointment for like two hours later, take Charlie back. And so they, they check Charlie, negative. Nothing. Meanwhile, Charlie and I both had negative at-home tests. Okay, to be fair, you did not do your at-home test correctly. Like, I, I said very distinctly, Gary, there's a lot of um, swirling swirling and steps to this one. Make sure you read those directions first. I'm watching him read directions as he go, goes. And I'm like, no, like, had this been, it, like, chemist, he is not. Mm, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I'm not he was just swirling. And, Claudia and I was like, Hicks, God rest her soul. She did didn't, you, it didn't stick on me. Said, did you even put that in both your nostrils? No. No, I wasn't supposed to. It didn't say that. It it did. It had a picture of two nostrils. And you've been COVID tested how many times? I've been COVID tested so many different ways. Like, so, today was just one nostril. Anyway, really? Charlie's negative. I try to get a test. You, I mean, it was three days. Well, it was, right. it was two days. I yeah. tried on Friday. I got in today. And I'm negative. Yeah. But I, I mean, Listen, I attribute I that to being a beacon of health. Was first of all the fact that I get COVID, <laughs> and to be fair, I'm around a lot of kids, a lot of kids, right now, and like you know. I, you know, the safety measures, I wear my mask, all of these things, but I get COVID. I was going to be so pissed if you got COVID, if you were tested positive today. Why? Because that would have given you five days at home, right, from today. I got no days off by myself. I had a... I was with you every day. Except to, except the one half day. A, I was gone half a day, which it doesn't matter. You slept the whole time. Abby woke up. She's like, I just woke up. out of Harlan woke me up wanting, wanting some lunch. I was awake, but I would be awake, and I'd be asleep, and I'd wake back up. It was wild. The sleeping is wild. Um, I have to confess that I fell asleep when Harlan laid down with me after dinner. <laughs> like It's these like little... I keep doing these little like twenty minute naps. All that I just pass out. I don't know. It's very unlike me. <laughs> wow, I'm missing out on the at home quarantine. I mean, but I thought you were going to get quarantined. And then and, you and him would have to go back. And then Harlan and I would go back, and you could stay home alone. As we and you're not even sick, but I was legit. Jealousy's sick. not a good look. <laughs> Jealous. I just. I was going to be pissed. I was like, of course, Gary would get quarantined. Feels fine. Not a symptom one. Honestly, though, as soon as Abby told me she had, my body completely was like, oh, you got it too. <laughs> I was like, man, I think I got a fever. Like, I came home that day. I was like, oh, my God, what? I was, I was, I wasn't anticipating it. But like I said, I'm a beacon of health. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we've done had we both been sick. We had to send Charlie somewhere else. <laughs> what do we do with Harlan? <laughs> I mean, he's going to have to fend for, he's old enough to fend for himself. He knows where the food's at. If we teach him how to work remote control, we basically raised him to his peak. He did get on my phone and switch some stuff up. 
Like he's learning a lot. He can unlock the Kindle. He knows the passcode of that, oh, which yeah. is insane to me. But, but yeah, it is. We have it. It's all good. I'm glad that I did have, you know, my vaccination. If, you know, I heard some other people say they were like in public light, say before, like they felt guilty telling people like, oh, it was, you know, I, it was not, you know, bad. Like I skirted any type of, you know, hospitalization or anything like that. But they feel like they shouldn't say like, it's not that bad because I feel it sounds irresponsible. Yeah. But but I don't like to be sick. So I'm I'm going <laughs> to like when people ask me I hate being sick. I did not like I just still don't like the congestion to it. I don't like the headache and the <laughs> They sleep offered me a flu shot today. Did you still haven't got a flu shot? I don't get flu shots. Oh. And that too. I was kind of hoping it was just the flu. But so yeah. But it's been so much to talk about. So so, so many things. So many things. So many things are happening. <laughs> We we start the new week with Abby and Harlan in quarantine, and then like I feel like February as a short month has so much going on. We do have a lot going on. Um, January felt like forever. It, it always didn't does. for me. It felt like it was started yesterday. It felt like we were at the Stokes's for New Year's yesterday. But I feel like like our school has been. We've also had snow for the first time in. We also had no routine, like you know, yes. like we've had no set routine. You would. I've not. I don't know that I've taught a full week of school since Christmas break. So that's a problem. This whole year, yeah. This whole year, yeah. So I got. I cried. Like that was one of the reasons I cried when they told me is I had this huge week planned for school of things that I needed to get accomplished. And I was kind of pumped to get my kids on this routine, and I go home Wednesday, and I was like, well, crap, I don't know what to do. I can't, like, I feel like I'm letting, you know, people down at my job, but you, you can't work. I contemplated Zooming with my kids. I couldn't stay awake. Like, I couldn't. Yeah. Like, you're sick. That's why why you have. I know. Hate. Pay time off to be sick. I know. So we're gonna start February, and I'm like, can we get, can we get this routine going? Yeah, that's. So I'm on the organizational side of things, as we talked about our intentions for yep. the new year. Mm-hmm. Abby and I sat down weekly and looked at our our uh, planners and written down what's going on. Granted, midweek COVID hits and it throws everything kind of <laughs> out the shitter. We're like, well, and like I was joking. At work, I was like, well, I'll get some COVID symptoms. I'll have to miss this training. You did say that. I, I, I said it openly to everybody. <laughs> like, I'm going to get out of this. <laughs> You're welcome, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I got COVID to get you out of training. But the responsible me, you know, I'm in a classroom with 40 people, plus instructors. Abby, t- first thing I do is put my mask on. You should have had it on to begin with, dummy. Uh, no. Oh, okay. I don't know what putting it on did that. I, did I mean, I didn't do nothing. I was just sitting there thinking. So you're mm. so responsible. <laughs> Super responsible. So responsible. Modicum of responsibility right here. Yeah. I don't know. I'm glad you're feeling better, though. Thank you. I was worried in the beginning. I was like, if she gets sick, I swear to God. Flying to <laughs> Wuhan, China. And... Shut up. <laughs> I was very concerned about the status of my home. While I was sick, I leapt into action. The first night, Thursday night, 
that was not the first night. Wednesday night. Whatever. What night did mom start bringing shit over? Wednesday. Wednesday. My mom just loads up a bunch of stuff into the car and brings it to the house. Abby was a victim of starvation. Is what, <laughs> is what it looks like. She was not going to be a victim of starvation. Enough vitamins and supplements and teas to exceed my daily vitamin um, requirement by like seven times. I've just been randomly going through, grabbing a few, popping them. <laughs> Do you know what that's for? Nope. 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 I mean, they're vitamins. They're going to hurt me. Uh, questionable, but whatever. So she brings all this food and stuff. One thing she did bring was um, pizza. and Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it, it had to be Wednesday that she deals. So <coughs> she brings all this pizza, and I go into the bedroom, I think, and I had slept, been asleep. I come mm-hmm. back out, and Harlan, it's been hours. That pizza's been out for a while. And I'm like, is he still eating pizza? And you're like, that's his, he's had that same piece forever. And I look over at the couch, and he's got, like, crusts stacked up. And I'm like, what about these? And he was like, oh, uh. <coughs> They're watching The Simpsons. Gary and Charlie are oblivious that Harlan's just sitting there Wait, hanging we're out. We're just vibing, you know? Really, it's just a vibe. We were just in the zone. That's night one. I'm like, well, hell. <laughs> to be fair, I gathered up all the trash, cleaned the table off, swept. I love it. Thank you. Um... <laughs> And then as soon as Abby gets to film, but what what's on her agenda? She's scrubbing the shower out. It has, it was filthy. Well, I, it was filthy. <laughs> I've been uh, wanting to do this for a while. I was okay. home. I feel weird when Harlan wants to go take a bath in there with us and so dirty on the floor. And I'm like, ugh. He took a shower with me today. Yeah. Listen, guys, if you would have seen this little bastard, he he first of all, he got himself a water, opened it, <laughs> pours it into a glass. And we're in trouble because he chugged it like <laughs> full on, just chugging. chugged it, puts it down, and then just shimmies, just like, <laughs> like he's motorboating something. I mean, just I thought, and it was the, and he didn't think nothing of it. He was just, he's just chilling. Nope, he's something else. It's been I don't know, but thanks to everybody, we had some great friends drop some stuff off. We've had plenty of phone calls and stuff. My boss texted me tonight, checking on everybody. Yeah. Told her I was going to survive. But <laughs> I love that people reach out and like some friends dropped off some stuff. But Gary thinks I'm weird that I get this like weird like guilt is the thing. I don't know what is it, it is. because. Or I'm like, oh. we're not those people. Listen to all of our friends that listen to this podcast. We love you more than anything. We're not the people that's going to be like, oh, you need a bowl of soup or something like that. You I know? feel like I do when I can. <laughs> I don't know. You know? But know that if you need something, we will, we be, will there. be there. But, when but we're not like, much on volunteering. <laughs> I don't think that's true. So when people like drop things off, I get so weird. Or like, get, it's the same feeling I get like toward gifts and stuff. So people are like, can I bring anything? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. We got it. We got it under, you know, under control. Like, I hate that. I can't. I don't know. I'm so weird and awkward about it. I think that's it. It's just because I'm awkward. And I'm like, thank you so much. And then, like, do I need to do more? What else should I do? But I've always been like that. And, um, like, I just thought I would grow out of it. <laughs> but apparently I have not. And it just makes me 
See, I like, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. If someone says, hey, can I bring, yeah, you know, my favorite $10 scratch off ticket is this. Or, <laughs> and That's what you would say? I don't know. I like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. You need something? No, I don't need anything. No, I don't want to. I definitely do not want to inconvenience anybody. Like, that is the, my mantra is like, I'll just do it myself. I don't want to put you, put you out and we'll figure it out. And basically, like, with ClickList and you were able to get out and, like, we didn't need to go get anything. I no. didn't have to go get anything. No, we weren't going to starve. No, no. My mom made sure of that. I mean, there's a there's a tote. She brought a tote of chips. A tote, yeah. Of chips and snacks. And I was like, okay. It's, we have COVID, not like. <laughs> not so what does one do as you're laid there, as you're laying around wondering about your health? Let me answer that for you. We watched Ozark. We did. And let me tell you. I love Ruth. My nerves can't. There's a reason that I always want to know what happens. Is I do I do not like those uneasy moments because in in real life in uneasy moments I can I can mirror that back and make you uneasy. I can't do that to Marty Bird. I feel like you need to sit with this and really explore this. <sighs> Listen, I don't know. Like you, like the vulnerability it takes to be uncomfortable. I don't like, I mean, nobody likes to be uncomfortable. But I, mm, great point. However, much growth can happen in like feeling and understanding and t- tuning Tell into Tell me more, them. Dr. Peterson. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, Charlie's like that too, though. I've, I've said this before here, I think, that she does not like, especially in moments of like secondhand embarrassment, she will turn away or stop watching or fast forward shows but she also like looks things up so neither of you really um manage manage our vulnerability well no it's interesting that i mean that's i it i get so only a couple of shows have ever done that what's the other one uh the handmaid's tale oh yeah we had a quick so watching. intense i watched that and read the book whilst pregnant <laughs> Hey, listen, you would be a handmaid right now. It was pretty, it was intense. Um, I, There was only one part that I really had to stop watching, or like turn. I turned away on um, Ozark. It was the last episode. The, well, not the last episode, but the last part. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I get uncomfortable, but I don't get so uneasy that, like you had, we stopped watching it one night. You're like, that's it. I can watch no more of this tonight. I could have kept watching. Yeah, no. I've gone back and actually started rewatching. Yeah. Um, Listen, it's a great show. I, I was trying to think of that. Like, it has, especially if you like from the beginning. Um, you got to think there's nothing positive portrayed in the show. No. Mm-mm. Like, it is all, I mean, if you haven't watched Ozark and you plan to, maybe fast forward a little bit, but. I feel like by now people have at least watched the first three seasons Maybe. if they're into it. Maybe. If not, I highly recommend it. But it is so the premise, Marty Bird, an accountant, launders money for a Mexican drug cartel. He's in debt to them. His partner who gets murdered in like the first episode mm-hmm. was a snitch to the FBI. They kill him and now Marty's forced to do this. Where does he go to do this? The Ozarks. So I think And it gets crazy. 
Like I look at shows like Breaking Bad did really well and it was good, but it didn't have that. Um, like you could empathize really well, I think, with Walter White just because he was like the he was like an average guy. He was a teacher, but his family didn't get involved mm-hmm. as much as in the Ozark. This becomes, everybody's involved, right? This becomes a drama, not just in of the criminal. Um, components that they're involved in, but the family dynamics and the drama within the family is a big part of this, which maybe, I don't know. I've not watched the Sopranos. Maybe that has a similar, not as much theme, but the kids and the mom, dad, like all of that become very, they have, they all have a, and it touches on so many things, not just the cartel drugs, money laundering, but you know, these later seasons have had like some political mm-hmm. telling kind of got like that a little touch of that. Um, God, what was that shit? The president show that I watched there for a while. Oh, well, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, damn it. I can hear the theme song to it right now. Anyway, it's got, you know, some of that into it. Uh, you've got the whole rural community, opioid, you know, drug scene happening. With it has it all, guys. Yeah, it's amazing. It has everything. Um, going back to the first episode, you forget how many characters have come. And gone oh yeah, this this thing. There's a lot. There's the gay FBI agent. <laughs> I, I, I forgot like, about him. He. I've just got to that episode. I was like, oh, I forgot about him. Where he takes the guy fishing. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> why I just watched that. I was watching it while I was. I needed something. While I was uh, folding laundry, I have to have something in the background kind of going on that I can pay attention to, but also not pay attention to. Yeah. So that was our entertainment of choice. Yeah. Then Charlie ended up watching the last episode with us. Sort of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. She didn't know what was going on. But but Ruth, Julia Gardner is the actress that plays Ruth. I love her. Her emotion in that the last 10 minutes of the episode, you're like, oh my God. It's, so it's become a TikTok sound. And I love it. Gonna have to kill me. Um, it's great. Charlie asked if she could watch it, but I just don't. One hundred percent. Um, I think with the Walking, like when we let her watch Walking Dead, there were like some moral dilemmas and stuff that I felt like occasionally would turn out in such a way that, like, she was getting this good versus evil. Not a lot of that happening. All evil versus... I mean, I wouldn't say, like, the birds are evil, but but they are... I don't know how it ends because we have gone so... It was all a dream. (laughs) It was all a daydream when Marty was out there picking the flowers. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how this this winds up because you've gone on this trip with this family for so long and you're kind of in... You know, you like them, but you don't at the same time. So... They've done a lot of bad things. I feel like that's so in movies, like those good movies are hard to come by now mm-hmm. because everything's like a superhero movie mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. But that room for like, I don't know, something you can flesh out, more emotional drama or something like that. Right. It's harder to, I don't know if it's harder to pitch, harder to make, what it is. Well, you know, the I think just in general in society right now, the 
you know, binary thinking of like, it's good or it's bad. Yeah. You can't live there anymore at all. And even though that's exactly how everybody wants to live, it's, it, it's simplistic, but I don't think our movies can reflect that anymore, but maybe that's what, why people see, you know, a more, a, a superhero type film where those films do good. I need a hero. <laughs> it's just to have kind of suspend that reality for a moment and, and know what to expect with <clears> it. Yeah. And be okay with, you know, that this, the superhero, the good guy has to win, right? <laughs> You'd think so. Did that happen in the Spider-Man? Did the good guys win? With a twist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I've got to go to the doctor this week. Mm-hmm. I had a good chat with my doctor. Talked about many issues, and he said I had to go have blood work done. I said, "Listen, in short of you finding something that's going to kill me oh in the next two weeks, don't call. Don't call and tell me you need, I need to come in." He's like, "Why?" I said, "The last time you did this." Um, I was convinced I was going to die, and you called me in here for a vitamin D deficiency. And <laughs> you did not tell I, me this. I did. I did. I swear I did. I said I'm in no uh, position where I'm going to get rickets or anything like that. So, if my vitamin D is zero, don't call me. Oh and he was God. like, "All right." <laughs> Oh my god! But you still have to go back for a follow up. Yeah, to go over my blood work and stuff. Okay, all right. You stressed me out. He hasn't man. called, so. I mean, you told him not to. Unless so. I was, unless it was, someone was going to kill me. Oh my god! And even then, I probably just send it to voicemail. What's wrong with you? I don't know. You never think about like your own mortality as you get. We were talking today. We still feel young. Like we talked about if we were just young again. I still feel young. Now, then whatever internalization of youth that I have, it's probably more along the lines of maturity and not like mm-hmm. feeling young. Yeah. That's it. There's a difference. That is a different thing. Um, But then I'm like, man, we're talking about some hypertension. Like... <laughs> Need to lose some weight. Like, come on, dog. You know I'm good for it. I'm good for another 20 years. I'll be all right. No. 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 So, just sucks. Sucks getting old. It does. It's okay. We're still young at heart. <laughs> I, I was talking to Charlie about college yesterday when we went to lunch. And Aww. I'm like, holy shit. She's going to be in college in like four and a half years. I just want to point out that I say these things to you all the time and you ignore me. I'm somebody that has to find out on their own. Okay. All right. Because I've mentioned a lot, like, we get four more summers with her, basically, as ours. So, like, let's make sure we're, you know, being very intentional and... I'll tell you what's an intentional thing. Never mind. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I saw... (laughs) Um... I think, who was it? I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. Shit. Anyway. Look at, look. Are you losing your mind? I'm losing everything. My body, my mind, everything's crumbling. Is this COVID fog? My, is, I didn't have COVID. Are you getting my symptoms? You rubbed off on me. I think I've had COVID fog since like 2018, so I'm not really worried about that part of it. 
What were you going to say? I don't remember. <laughs> All right, just let me be. Let me be. This is a live show. Oh, my God. You edit this out? <laughs> You're losing your mind. I, I, I don't oh know. <laughs> it's, uh... Bless it. Welcome to Close Enough. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> cut. cut. Harlan's in the, in the oh cut. Oh, God. So we were going to record last week, and Abby had some topics she wanted, and it had to revolve around things that she what thought were several? true. I don't realize how many I've sent you. You know, or things that she knew to be like a truth um, or myths that she actually believed in. Like, there are just some things... I, for instance, hang on. Go ahead. Dyed toilet paper would give you a UTI. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. Okay. And I've never seen dyed toilet paper. Somebody put. We got like blue toilet. Somebody speech, got some? Okay, hang on. All right. Transition. You were talking about getting old. I have been seeing tons of this like nostalgic like photos on Facebook. I don't know what it is, but people are posting like, remember these or you know your. I must have joined a meme group and that's sort of the thing like 90s kids or something. We are not in the same meme groups. <laughs> And they posted a picture of toilet paper, and it was like um, yellow, pastel yellow, pastel purple, pastel blue, pastel pink. Have you seen that in real life? Yes. Where? At the store. And I always wanted it. Mom was like, no, that would probably give you like a UTI. And I was like, makes sense. Oh. Makes sense. Like dyes and stuff. You just couldn't. But... I'm a female, you're not. So you probably didn't have a lot of UTI conversations growing up. No. Still never had one, actually. You haven't? They're awful. They are the worst. I mean, I can remember story time. Oh, God. We go on our honeymoon. (laughs) We are in on our way to Puerto Rico, and Abby's in excruciating pain. I was dying. And we couldn't get home fast enough here to the doctor to find out she had a UTI. Uh Uh-huh. Which awful. turns out happens a lot on honeymoons. Did you stop? Use your imagination as to why. Uh-uh. Is this all the sand? I hate you. With everything in my Also, when we went on our honeymoon, Abby got her hair braided. Do you remember that? Yes. What does that have to do with anything? That just was recalling our honeymoon. Also on our honeymoon, Gary lost his wedding ring. Is this what we're going to do? Is this the segment of the also on our honeymoon? I'm talking about your hair getting braided. You're going to throw me losing my wedding band. You did. You lost our wedding. Oh, you got your hair braided. All right. (laughs) And got a UTI. That's it. That's all you got. That's all I got. That's the extent of the trip. Seven day cruise. I would not see Gary for days. And I was out sitting by the pool. Gary, where are you? Gambling. (laughs) It's not true. I do recommend, though, if you do take a long cruise, like seven days, you take friends with you. Yes. It's not, I mean, we were honeymoon on our honeymoon, but there were so many things to do. And those days at sea, you're just so. Yeah. And everybody's on the boat then. Yeah. There's ice cream by 24-7. 24-7. That's all I remember. Yeah. No. I was just thinking. Would you go on a cruise in the day and age of COVID? No. I don't know that I would go on a cruise now. Really? Just, no. Like of all the things. Like to, a like, Disney cruise. No. About an Alaskan cruise? No, maybe. Nope. I think I would just go to Alaska instead. Like, I think in the day and age of like now, just go out and see shit. Like, I don't know that I need a cruise to make that happen. 
you know? Okay. I don't know. I mean, if that's Would how you, you feel, go ahead. Fuck yeah, I can go tomorrow. I don't, honestly, I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know. I, I don't know how I, I enjoyed it. just having everything at your fingertips. Maybe. Right. You know, and then as part of that, you got to go out for a day and see some new place. Mm-hmm. We went to a nude beach. And turns out it was like, imagine Clearfield, Kentucky had a <laughs> had sand there. That's where we were at. Not nice. The second part of our trip, we went to this beautiful, and I mean gorgeous, natural preserve, like coral. All, it was beautiful. You could almost see to the bottom of the water so clear. Mm-hmm. Turns out it we disturbed... Maybe the largest colony of jellyfish ever. And within during, minutes, people were screaming. During mating, their mating season. Yeah. So. Turns out it was my mating season, too. <laughs> You're an idiot. Shut up. I can't. But so, I, and we started picking um, excursions based on the availability of alcohol. <laughs> rum punch. It was all rum punch. Rum punch. So anyway, yeah. back to back to memories Whatever. that we remember. <laughs> memories. Are, um, no, so I, def- you, I just I definitely would not go on a cruise now. I think now that you asked me. The- no showers or telephone calls during a thunderstorm. Yeah, was that a thing? Not, not that I remember. No one ever told you like get off the phone during a thunderstorm. Um, I don't recall that ever coming up. No, absolutely could not be on the phone during the thunderstorm, and you could not take a shower. I swear that's a thing. Okay. I swear that's a thing. Uh, okay. Never heard that? Yeah. I think like the lightning could come through and strike you. <laughs> or it could like strike something on the house. And then there you are <laughs> in a conductor. <laughs> I don't know. But I am still a little hesitant to like take a shower when it's storming. And Charlie will still like You've not pass that. that on to her. I didn't mean to. I think my mom and dad actually told her that. So and you got to get out of a pool in water. <laughs> Because you're outside. <laughs> I don't know. What if you're talking on the phone and taking a shower at the same time? Oh, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> you should not do that. Uh, peeing in the pool? You know when you were little. It's if you peed, it changed change color. color. You yeah. know you believe that. Like, yeah. Like. D- like I, when somebody's like, oh, that's not true. I'm like, no, that's true. For real. Thought, My cousin's like, seen it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. like completely but but there was no I've time. never peed in a pool though like you know but, what I mean like right but there was no time in your life that like no one ever came to you and said like listen that whole pee in the pool thing that's not real like <laughs> you just have to like gradually like oh it's yeah you have to they were lying yeah that? But isn't that in a movie though they did do that is that grown-ups or something is that what it is I can't remember I distinctly, there's a scene in my head where a guy's peeing and it's like a bright blue around him. <laughs> it, it, maybe I made that up, but I don't know. There's just all these little things that you learn when you're little and nobody ever tells you any, like, different. You any different. And so you, they just assume you grow out of that truth or they don't come back. And I did this to a friend one time, sort of this thing. Um, I can't remember why we used to always like, we had this certain friend and we would tell her she came to high school later, like our freshman year. Mm-hmm. And 
we would just always tell her stupid stuff all the time. And for some reason, no clue why, I don't know why people like prank the way they do, but we were sitting on the basketball bench during a game. And for some reason, unprompted, we just decide to tell her that my brother's adopted. And she, or we have told her this story, like that he's adopted. Another friend was it's like, like when Dwight tells Holly that uh, Kevin's retarded. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. I think he had a motivation then. He was like trying to, maybe I was Right, but, but the, the, anyway, what was your motivation no besides clue. meanness? Nothing. And so <laughs> we have said this, totally forgot that we said this. Like, d- like I've, and I think they even went so far as like when I wasn't around to be like, hey, don't talk about it. Like she doesn't like <laughs> to talk yeah, about it. So dumb. I mean, we're with her every day and then we're sitting on the bench and he's across from me and she's like, I just, you guys look so much like, I know you don't like to talk about it, but I can't get over how much you guys look alike. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You didn't know? About? You didn't know they said? Yes, I knew, oh. but I had forgotten. Oh. I was like, what are you talking about? She was like... I just can't believe your brother is adopted. It just is insane how how much you all look alike. And he looks like your mom and dad. And I was like, what? She's like, you all said he was adopted. I was like, he's not adopted. <laughs> Why did we? But she had gone forever thinking that. Yeah. And what if, like, what if she never ballsed up to say, I can't believe that in that moment for me to, she, this day, to this day would be like, I just can't believe that, that guy. I just. That he's so. Your kids even look like him. Your kid looks just like him. Adoption's wild, man. When I so as a young adult working with, I've always up until a certain point worked with older people, mm-hmm. and then I was the older You're person. The older like person it's now. it's the whole full if, cycle. If you look around, yeah, just letting you know. Yeah, I don't know how good of a role model I am for. I think that too. I think about all the amazing role models I've had, and I'm like, I am not fulfilling my role. Well, one of the things <laughs> is when, if you look throughout your career or your life, there's always been a, a good mentor, right? Yes, absolutely. I have never embraced the role of a mentor because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, like to teach somebody, it's like I will pass on nuggets of wisdom, right? But, Nuggets of wisdom. It was always easier for me to just do whatever the task was myself than to try to. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like training yeah, someone. Like train like, somebody and then, okay, you know, like. Okay, in, I'm with you. So, like, I'm in that situation now. And it's 90% of me just harassing this guy. <laughs> and then 10%, there's some serious, like, passing on some wisdom. Yeah. But, like, one of the things, I don't know what it is. Is I find myself buying his lunch a lot. And he's like, why won't you let me pay? I was like, because there's going to come a day when our roles, the roles will be reversed. And you're the guy that's going to be here for 20 years. There's going to be some new guy. And you do it then. Yes. Like, that's when you do it. Because people did that for me. Like, that was right. that's one I of the things, like, you know, like. And just kind of explaining, like, the culture of the env- the environment that I work in. You know, like he was really worried about people leaving and which is natural. But for me, when I started 22 years ago, 
like my first big disappointment was when a lot of people left. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what are we going to do? Like, these are my friends, well, you know. Yeah. And some you'll stay in contact with forever, and some, you know, will just be a happy acquaintance when you cross paths on down the road. But he was worried, like, this whole section is going to shut. And I was like, oh, no. Like, they will rep- they won't even have their desk cleaned out before the next guy's here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it, the, the, the world doesn't stop. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I always felt like, you know, when I left post, it's going to be hard for him to keep going. <laughs> it turns out. Turns out, like, 12 years later. Still open. Still there. Yep. Yep. It's crazy how you get stuck in that mindset of, um, and to be fair, like, the jobs that we both have, you know, within service and stuff. Uh, they can keep going. And apparently... It, it took me a long time to realize, like, having a job, like, being in that job is important. My job is has its importance. But my... Like, you know, the first 10 years, if they called, I would go. If I had to stay late, I would never yes. take a sick day. I would... You know, Charlie was a baby, and I, you know, I would call my mom at 5 o'clock in the morning, and we, you know, whatever. So yeah. I... And now, granted, the situation's changed a little bit, but listen, a, a hint of a headache, and I'm okay with staying home. <laughs> Is that a snowflake I see? <laughs> Better not get the out barometer there. dropped a little bit, you know what <laughs> I mean? But, and, and then, like, those, a lot of that is the benefits that they never write on paper. Yeah. Right? Like, right. Somebody said this, and I and as a joke, but it it really is true. Especially in my, it's not what I do; it's what I'm prepared to do. Right. So, like if if I got a phone call from work right now and I needed to work, I could work. Yeah, you know. So we have been in in my career right now, been faced with this whole like shortage in our job, right? And so, Same. <laughs> um, right. The difference being. <laughs> You know, we have, you know, a program where if a teacher cannot come in, we call a sub. Okay. In the past, that has been a huge um, population of retired teachers um, or just retired educators. Or people early in their college career. Early in their college career, probably going to be a teacher most of the time. Every now and then you get some people who. Just try to make a few bucks. Right. And they're going to sub and decent job and. um you know, so now a lot of the retired teachers were not coming back into the classroom just obviously for their own safety. Um, we we have, in fact, had a teacher shortage. So multiple long-term subs have been hired as teachers. And we're in a situation where we don't have subs. So I think it was... Is My it, time to shine. Well, is it Oklahoma... There's a state that's like any state worker, any state worker, you are now qualified to be a sub. Come in and you Didn't can. Did somebody sub. call the National Guard? That's that's a thing. So now it's like it, parents, parents, can you come in and sub? So it's like anybody. So I we joke I'm like going to teach you right there, right. Dill. Stop. We joke about not joke, but we say like the job goes, like you can walk away from your job and they're going to find a position to fill it. Not really. No. Yeah. (laughs) And so it is a little, I don't, I don't know if like insulting or demeaning. I don't know what it is. It's not sitting well with me that we're like, anybody 
can come in. Anybody can do this job. Anybody can do this job. And I'm a little like. Again, my time to shine. Okay, so anybody can come in and be a warm body, but you can't do that because I'm sitting at home sick having to stay up late. And that's kind of how my cycle of staying up late started is the first couple of nights I stayed up late to write sub plans. Mm-hmm. And I was sleepy. Like, that was the problem, number one. God, did you, looking back when we were in school, when we had subs, we it was never it I never flowed with like whatever we were learning at the time. Which that's a really good point. I've never thought of that. I can't remember one sub plan anyone ever left. And I think I leave sub plans with some sort of expectation that kids think like they're gonna remember what the hell I left them to do. But yeah. You're right. I but mean, you, but I mean it was like you watch a movie or it was read the chat, whatever it is. It was, hey, can I go to this other room? Yes. <laughs> like 90% of the night. Um, so anyway, that's that's the state of things right now. And it's it's very frustrating because I am, I you know, I like I said, I was joking. I, but I really was going to Zoom one day with the kids just because <laughs> it literally would have been easier for me just to. You have to wear a mask if you didn't. <laughs> turn on a camera. And talk to kids through a video, then write down everything is that I need them to do. Right. But, um, but to be fair, you make videos for them. You record yourself. Yes, I and I've been doing videos since. Um, I want to do that for my funeral. We had a MacBook. This was like we were living in Morehead. Yeah, or, yeah. Morehead, and I record. I remember sitting in the Charlie was a baby. I remember sitting. No, we lived in Bath County. I, I was sitting in our bedroom like hiding in a corner so nobody can make sound as I read a book aloud and did voices and everything so the kids could read the watch the video and it was so innovative like nobody was doing this and I was posting it to the school web page it's the we didn't have google classroom or anything I'd post it to the school web page and have to leave like this long list to the sub of like how to get to the school web page for her to show yeah but you put it on youtube too and I put it on you but they would not know the link you know right like you, like, how many views has that got now? Okay, I cannot access that. I don't know what account that's on. Right. But somehow it's linked to my school email, but not whatever I'm currently using. It's yeah. crazy. Tons of views. Yeah, like tens of thousands. Of me reading this book to kids that they were just reading. Which is probably against some kind of terms of oh, service. Oh, I'm sure it is. So I kept thinking like somebody's going to shut this down for me. Like at some point... YouTube will just shut it down because I've like violated. I've read somebody's book without their permission. No, no, like and I didn't know the di- like at that time didn't know that you could list things like unlisted versus yeah, public. Like ninety five percent of my videos are unlisted now that I put up for kids. They just have to have the link to it. Oh my god! But I got this one video out there. Um, Har- Harlan's one of his videos is unlisted now. <laughs> is it unlisted now? But yeah, so yeah, leaving the videos and stuff. But I feel like they are so. Like oh like, just another teacher is out. You know, like just another teacher. Just another teacher. What am I gonna do? I have been sharing my Wordle score with them. So, mm-hmm. who would have thought that would just be the little thing that I see Wordle everywhere, like on Twitter or Facebook, people post their. Uh-huh. Somebody that I follow. Um, I mean, knock on wood. I've not. I've, I'm on like a 11 day streak or something. Awesome. I've never lost a Wordle. Um. A, a author that I really like, Sarah Bessie, 
she got the word on the first try the other day. And um, she was like, I have no idea how. Like, just right. No it's idea. funny, like, how you start processing which word. Like, I've, I go between a couple of different starter words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and depending on if the letters hit, then it's like, wait. Uh, yeah. And then this weird, like, I don't know. But the thing is, nobody shares the answer. That is. Like, I somebody did with- in the beginning, and I think they got blistered. Apparently, a bot got on Twitter and did it, and like, or somebody, something happened yeah. on Twitter, and it like pissed people off. But nobody shares. You piece of shit! You gave it the Wordle because you yeah. only Wordle. If you just go to Google Wordle, it's a five letter word. You get six tries once a day, so it's not like this addictive thing you can sit and play over and over and over and over again. It's one. Which I think there are some knockoffs that you can't. Oh, do I'm sure by now. But I love. I like that you only get to do it once a day. Yeah. I love that. I like the. And it's it's in Britain, so like we could play tomorrow's right now. Yeah, but it's really cool. Um, it's like part three. Somebody said it's like the um, what was everybody was making bread at the start of the quarantine. Like this is like we've now evolved into just everyone's playing Wordle. <laughs> like that's where we are right now. <laughs> Do you remember when everybody played um, shit on Facebook? Because is it a Facebook game? No. This guy created it so, for his kid or something. And it's not an app. It's not an app. You just have to go to Wordle. Go to Wordle.com or whatever. Yes, and play it there. Because I couldn't figure out how people were playing it. Like, I was trying to download it as an app, and I'm like, where is it coming from? Yeah, you just Google it. it. And it's one of those games that, like, when people post it, there's no link to it. No. When you post, it's just there. It's a picture of it. Yeah. So that's kind of unusual in the way yeah, that it's Yeah, it's that organic. Yeah. But back in the day when everybody played um, on Facebook, um, the farming thing, you did it. I never, it doesn't sound you like did. me. You did. I did play Farmtown. Farmtown. It's insane to me. I yeah. could not understand that. You spent so much time doing that. I wouldn't say a lot of time. A lot of time. A lot of people did, too. They did, but I was just. If you can remember, Seth wrote out like a whole message to me in his cornfield or whatever. I do. Like it. He <laughs> put some time right. into it. That sounds right, but yeah. What about the Bengals? Bengals, yeah i i want I am legitimately excited for everybody that is excited. I don't except know. Jason Ellis. I'm excited for Jason Ellis. I don't care. I'm excited for everybody that is a fan, and your team just won. That is awesome. I have nothing invested in this team whatsoever. <laughs> I am not even going to pretend to be a bandwagon fan. Go Bengals. I'm going to cheer for you in the Super Bowl. But unfortunately, I don't even get to watch that. Yeah. So Abby won't be around for the Super Bowl. I am so pissed because I have never been more excited for a halftime, halftime show. show in my life. Oh, it'll in be on YouTube after my life. I want, but I want to feel it while everybody else is watching it. You're going like, to be live I tweeting. Want, I want that communal experience. Like, my prayer, my only prayer is that this waitress thing lines up, that intermission and halftime hit at the same time. What time is this show? So your show starts like 7.30 and the game starts at 6.30, I think. Oh, so shit. you're you're not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Maybe I can wear earbuds and watch on my phone. Maybe. Maybe I could do that. Well, there's going to be replays, but I, I understand what you're but saying. But you know, like there's something about seeing it live. Yeah. 
Like, what if it's like the, you know, the Janet Jackson nip slip thing happens or something? <laughs> what if Mary J. Blige? I don't need a nip slip, or... but like, what if there's that live moment and I'm going to miss it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That like everybody when got to Tupac see is resurrected. Tupac's coming back and I'm not going to get to see it live. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, this is <sighs> the, probably the most excited for a halftime show since. Uh, the commercial came out and I was like. Oh, yeah. Trying to get hype around Charlie, who was not oh, feeling it whatsoever. And I was like, do you understand what this means? Yeah. Do you know what this means? These are for people like me. This is my people. Um, but it's it's crazy to me. Um, Like the average 30-second time slot for an ad is like five and a half to $6 million. Yeah. I just... Like in today's society, that and Budweiser s- or Anheuser Busch with uh-huh. all their brands is spending like sixty million dollars just on Super Bowl ads. That's crazy. That's yeah. I, it, who's who's so? What's who's the return? Right like, now? does it um, does it help? Do we know if it like is it profitable? Like, yeah, I mean the. I talked about this about the, about the halftime show because I don't think they get paid, or if they do, it's very minimal for this. But what the trend is the next day on all the streaming services, it's like a hundred times more uh, listens than that. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And you always remember the good ads, like yes, the, did Danica Patrick and the GoDaddy ads want you to go make a website? No, but you knew when it was time, like you would have that correlation, right? Um, for me, the best parts like the movies, like. Mm, you know, yeah. like seeing what movies are coming out. You're like, oh, God. But I don't know. It's I've I've not lost all interest in football. Like I like watching it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my my team is the Eagles. And when they won the Super Bowl in 2018, like that was the pinnacle, right? Like they're mm-hmm. boom. And then the whole franchise fell apart. <laughs> Do you think your lack of interest has just been replaced with other things? I'm for sure, you know. Like, it's not, like, I, Jason Ellis, I shit on him all the time about his teams. And he says, I don't have a team. Which is fair. Like, I don't, Right. I'm not invested in that. But it's, like, so much other stuff to be interested in. Right. I think for me, it is such a commitment (laughs) to. It is. To sit down and be a fan of something. We've talked about this before. That I just don't know that I have that time to like get to know players and get invested in that. And they change all the time. They do. I love, though, I love people's fandoms. And I love that, like, um, like you know, I will be a Kentucky fan no matter what just because. Or I'll be an MSU fan. I feel a little guilty. Like, I don't follow MSU, you know. Yeah. And I should follow it a lot more. But it takes so much time to like read and figure out who's playing and what time and you know get to a game every now and then. Well, it's right? hard. Like I, being young, watching like pro sports, I was young and they were all mm-hmm. older. And now, now it's kids playing, right? You know, to be yeah, honest, like it's good. kids playing. I'm like, fuck. I wonder if like culturally, because I was raised, you know, you had a house that had a fandom. I you know, grew up in a My house. My mom where, in Chicago Bulls. Right. I grew up in a house where, you know, 
the world stops to watch football and basketball yeah. and Kentucky basketball. And I, I, I cultivate all that on my own as far as football and, yeah. and even my own taste in basketball. Yes. So. I wonder, like I think about that and I think about the culture of my home and, you know, what that was like and, you know, events in our family being centered around a particular game intertwined with that yes you know gathering to do that like we have not done that with charlie in harlan no do they but charlie in the super bowl like she knows that Right. she she's very aware of that so yeah you know will that be something i don't know it's it's just it's a different yeah component to her growing up than what you know we had i think it's kind of interesting and and but you i think in the 90s Mm mm-hmm there you your options on Sundays for you know very limited like you right. had it was football uh-huh. Saturdays was football you know during the fall and now there's a million other things that can grab your attention yeah so who's is, is that down I wonder you know is is just gathering around to do that not as popular anymore or is it just us <laughs> or did we just like just not did we just drop the ball on that one I think everybody has at least a fringe team. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be a ton of bandwagon Bengals fans. But I love it because there are people that are like legitimate, like finally yeah. my team. And like I remember the last time they were in the Super Bowl. I don't. I remember Boomer Sison. I remember the Icky Shuffle. Like it's there's a whole generation that, that has only grew up with them sucking. Right. <laughs> you know, right. like I remember right. they're like yeah. it's all right. Yeah. I bet it's you fun know. in Cincinnati though tonight. I bet it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I, I mean, there's nothing more exciting. I, I when Kentucky would win big games, I watch the news like the news feeds of shit going on like State Street and all that. Most recently, like Twitter yeah. and like to watch what's going on. I would love that stuff just because I don't know people gathering again, gathering up, doing stuff together, and mm-hmm. that's fun. And debauchery. I don't know if I need that. I don't need. I mean, everybody needs a little debauchery. A little, is that is that a Gary Thomasism? That's just a little yeah. bit, just a just a jag. <laughs> Abby was so excited about cleaning out our shower. She's like, "Go look at it." I was like, "Listen, <laughs> I would take a shower in a pig trough. Like, I don't. That's not going to impress just me." You, I think you're just nasty. <laughs> it had just been grow. I don't know, like you know, like if shampoo like falls in there and it gets just ugh, yeah, I can't stand that. Cannot stand that. I do work better in a more well-organized, clean setting. I have to have it. In fact, I am grateful because I had been looking at my desk for a week solid going, I have to clean this off, I have to clean this off. And just like in a fury on lunch Tuesday, I was looking for a paper, couldn't find it. So I just started like progressively cleaning things while I was talking and eating lunch Thank the Lord, because I get put in quarantine, and I can't go back up there. <laughs> so I'm dying to know what that looks like while I'm gone, but that's a weird feeling. Is inevitably, no matter how sick I've been or what time of night it's been, I go up and put my own lesson plans together. And I at least like write on the board and send a message, but um, I felt so bad Tuesday, I couldn't do it. And just left it all there. Just left it. Just walked away. Which, it's a control issue, I know. And 
it's been okay. Been gradually able to let go and we'll just pick up where we pick up and it is what it is. They will not remember anything. We've had entire teachers, like, when we were in school, we just had teachers, like, leave halfway through the year. We made it. We're fine. <laughs> are we, though? <laughs> it's no big deal. Are we? We are. We are. It's, <laughs> again, getting older, it it just all feels so different. What? Like, seeing Charlie and the struggle she has and what, like, her school's hit. Um, it is. It's, it's, it's just so foreign to me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. What do you mean? Like school? Like school we, now, yeah. Uh, All the the social media and like, I don't know. It's just weird. I am. I will continue, continually be grateful for the fact that we have still not broken down and our, got our phone yet. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do think there is some need for her to connect to friends and stuff when she can. And they all do it, you know, she'll get on her iPad and talk and stuff. But I was, uh, Saturday, it was like Saturday morning. We were never the last time I actually was out and about and I worked out and <laughs> two friends were like having this conversation about like, okay, my kid's getting around somehow she's bypassing the settings. <laughs> and you're like, Hey, by the way, you can I'm figure like, this out pretty quick. Have you, have you looked on TikTok yet? And I've not thought about, like, I've not had, because Charlie doesn't do this. She's got a password. She comes to me for the password. And 90% of the time, Gary has taken Charlie's iPod away from her, so she doesn't even have it. Oh, yeah, I roll so, with an iron fist. Yeah. I Actually, I just don't think he knows what else to do, so he just yells. That's true. I'm not. <laughs> you can tell when Gary is trying to dole out a punishment. He has no idea. Gary has taken holidays away before. <laughs> so. I'll take your birthday. I'll take, listen. He wants to try to I'll cancel take, Christmas. I'll take your next 10 breaths away. Like, I don't think you can cancel Christmas. He was like, we will not have Christmas. That's not a thing. Just stop. Are you going to take Easter? Like, what Like, what calendar? Are we going to follow? Halloween is off the fucking table, all right? Just forget about Boxing Day, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so obscure. That's just how it sounds when you're doling out punishment. Like, I want to be more, and I've, I've worked, like, be more calculated, step back. Let's make punishment fit the crime. I think like, we should just beat them. No. <laughs> Gary just flies off the handle and says random shit. And I'm like, you got to stop. But anyway, they were they were going this whole, like, this is the kids are bypassing the, the settings. I'm like, go to TikTok and just Google or type in the search bar how to bypass it. I was three minutes in. And I was you like, knew how to do it. Okay, so FYI, if you're wanting to know, you just set the time zone to the Pacific time zone on your phone. And so the time limits don't apply anymore because now your phone's set um, to whatever, to turn off at a certain time. <laughs> Not in that time anymore. So that was one way. There was another way you could, like, you could do something if you only had a minute left. I, it, you know, there are other ways. So it pay, it's good to be relevant, but with, like, things like TikTok people find so much find out information so quickly yeah like the way my kids can um plagiarize you can one of the ways that was really popular during all this virtual learning was um you'd write you'd copy a paper copy and paste right somebody else's essay 
put it into Google Translate into Spanish. Mm-hmm. Then take it out of Spanish, put it back into English, and turn it in. And now it's gone through that filter. It's just a little bit different enough that allegedly, like. But if more than one people does it, how is it any different? <laughs> because when, the, like, when you turn it in, like the plagiarism checkers don't really know it. But what the kids don't know is when you go to read it, <laughs> complete nonsense. And there's something else, I forget what it's called, that can can do like very similar terms. It's like a paraphrase thing, but it even sounds awkward and weird. So I just don't try to do a lot of writing online because they cheat. <laughs> like if you give them an assignment to cheat, they're going to cheat. But I'm, I don't know. Within everything else that she's been dealing with, I'm glad that we've not also had to deal with I posted this picture or, you know, this other message came through. Like, we've not had to deal a lot with that other external drama. We've just been dealing with, you know, more traditional adolescent problems coming from her. And it's exhausting. That would be a good idea to let me be a father. I I do not know. But today I just had to call for help because I was just, it was a lot. And it's just the patience that you have to have. To let them, whatever, there was this one issue of wanting to do something, but everybody else was doing something else, and what did she want to do, and like to get at the root of what is it that you ultimately want, okay, of this problem, the patience it takes to allow her to work through all of that. When you're sitting there going, the answer is this, the answer, what you need to do is this, but she has to come to this conclusion on her own. It's exhausting, and I just don't have, like, I today had no patience for that. But at the same time, I don't want to just blanket come in and be like, okay, you're an idiot. You're not, like, punitive to something. And so, like, I spoke with her. Then Gary talked with her. Then we let her go talk to friends. And she comes out smiling, laughing, and, uh, oh, well, we've got to figure it figured out. And I'm like, I, did, like, lost three hours of my life to this incident, you know? And I just think... It, there's got to be an easier way, <laughs> but you got to wake up and you got to do it again tomorrow because something else will be the issue tomorrow. Like, does it end? Do we just like ignore her and move on and just let her figure all things and just fail on her own? Or I don't know. It's really hard. I, I struggle with the relation, like relating to it. One, I'm not, a, I'm not a girl yet. Shocking. Um, Two, me at 13 and her at 13, they look nothing alike. And there's no, and I think you want to, you feel like you can say that a lot and that's going to change her mind, but it's no, 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 no. I don't think, no, no. I know that, that her situation is a thousand percent unique. Right. To compare to mine. So I go through bouts of like trying to listen and understand and make mostly just make sense. <laughs> What it's the fuck is she talking about? It's a lot. It's so much. I don't know. It's a. But it is. It is probably. I would think one of our bigger conflicts right now, in our home, is trying to navigate her. When you, we have a, don't you think? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. When we, I mean, we literally have a four-year-old autistic kid that is not potty trained and. He's easy. <laughs> but right now. We're dealing in 
who has, you know, his own set of problems, but right now she is our bigger problem and it's called, it causes me more stress. I think like that's something that I talked about. Well, I don't, I don't help your stress level with the way I handle things. No, I, that's, I was gonna say like in therapy, that's one of the things that like keeps coming up as a part of my anxiety is like raising her and dealing with her and you. At the same time, do you feel you're, like you're raising me too? I'm not raising you, but I feel like I'm raising her. Been a in, part of that process. <laughs> I feel like I'm raising her in, um, and then I'm also trying to manage your all's relationship too. At the same time, it's fair. So it's it's been a source of anxiety for for real, more than what I. I think teaching kids this age for so long, I never anticipated how hard it would be to parent them. And to be fair, I've had parents come in a bazillion times to my classroom and be like, I don't know what to do with them. And I'll be like, of course you don't. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I'm uh, like, I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> I do, but I don't know if it's the right thing to do. <laughs> and you never know until after you've done it. And I hate that because I'm a first child. And so like the whole, which I don't think I had the same type of parenting that she does at all, but the whole like uh, stereotype of the first child being like the experiment, like we're going to like experiment all this parenting and what we think is right. And then by the time we get to Harlan, that's a, we're, that's a great way to put it. And then by, by the time we get to Harlan, we're like, yeah, well, what the hell? we're just tired. Good. He, you know, I, did we feed him today? Who knows? I think he Listen, ate four bags of... Ain't going hungry. He's not. He ate a whole pizza. Um, it's he hard. called us from school. Oh, my gosh. It's I got a, a phone call. Hey, Harlan was hungry. He ate his lunch as soon as he got here. Can you bring him some lunch? I had to bring him extra lunch. What day was that? <laughs> Last week sometime. I, I think we had like a virtual school day or something. Uh, yeah, because you were you were yeah. able to go. I had to leave and go get him food. We are having virtual school. And I'm like, I'm going to have to go get him McDonald's because. He ate his lunch. He ate his breakfast. lunch for breakfast. <sighs> Fatty. <laughs> and that's and, why I don't pack my lunch. <laughs> I do. But I'm smarter I leave than it, that. I do, but I leave it at the other end of the hallway. <laughs> In a refrigerator where I cannot get to it until literally until lunchtime, which is crazy. But oh God! I have to like, that's hilarious. God loving, but yeah, he is our seemingly easier child right now, and he's not even easy. He's we have this battle right now, and I thought I would figure it out. Which, in, in Gary's defense, Gary has been dropping Harlan off. Every morning, just the the timing works out where he has to do it. And for whatever reason, the drop-off is not a smooth drop-off with him in the mornings. Um, he loves his school. Mm-hmm. I get he this. Does not like he like, is, you know. I, I Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe they're just going to say he does not like it here. But I get the sense that he's happy to be there. Like, yes. But the drop-off part, if it does not go a certain way in his mind, it is a very difficult process where he screams and yells and this happened when he was in regular school too yes it, like it became it's so easy for the first phase right the the newness of it like excited hopped out ran in and then it got to a point where like Harlem became very attached to one of his 
therapist and nobody could get him out of the car except her. Yes. And so when that switched off, like it's, it, it's even still, like he has to get his temperature taken and he's like, I'll get away. He was like throwing. So I had to take him. Um, Gary was at this training. And so I end up taking him and I see what a hard process it is. Or no, we were virtual learning. Anyway, I had to take him. I'm like, that's not going to fly. Like he is not going to act like this every morning. And Gary's like, welcome to my world. I'm like, why? we've, we've got to do something about it. And so, which is just our personalities right. different. Gary's just going to second up and be miserable about it. And I'm going to like change this behavior. Um, I'm like, Gary, he was like taking swings at one of the teachers <laughs> while she's like, I'm having to roll the window up because I'm like, he's going to come at her while she was just taking his temperature, which you take this child in anywhere. He has only known life in public where he gets a temperature thermometer shot at his head. Like, he doesn't understand anything else. That's right. all he's ever known. So, for whatever reason, he's really, he's just an asshole in the mornings. <laughs> and so, um, I create this whole social story of, like, I record my voice with pictures. We're going to get in mommy's car. We're going to hold still. It's time for your temperature. And he is eating this up. We're at home, and he's watching it over and over again. And, like, telling me the routine. And I'm like, oh, that's it. He just wants to be in charge of the routine. And he'll be excited about it again. Um, No, no, none of that. Like, he loves the social story. He loves watching it. He'll tell you about it. Still cannot go through a smooth drop-off. But once the door is open to the car. He's good. He gets out and he's like, let's tiptoe in. And it's all good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I make sure, like, one of the things is I'll hold his lunchbox outside the window. Yeah. And he has to come get it. Yeah. Now, he did run. He ran. Um, I had to take him in late one morning during one of our snow, many snow days. And I, I had to take him in late. And we get to the door, and you're supposed to ring the doorbell. He was great. I was like, this is because Gary told me how rough those days could be. And we're happy. I'm like, we are happy. And he's, like, showing me the rocks. Um, That little shit took off running. Like... <laughs> All the way down the parking lot. Like, I thought we were going to make it to the bypass. I did not know that he was going to stop. And thank God there was just a really big pile of ice and snow that he got, like, intrigued by. That he stopped and sat in, soaking wet, sat in it. And I was like, great. Like, I thought this is it. Like, I was going to see my kid. Because there's a parking lot where, like, ambulances and stuff come out of in the front of the building. And I was like, he's going to get smashed. Um. But we fix that though. So. We yeah, there's a new system for that that doesn't <laughs> that involves him not getting out of the car. Like he, we just can't let him out. Um but even with all of those problems with him, we it's easier. He's easier in a, in a sense. Um that stuff still stresses me out with him, but whew. we are stuck on a lot of little routines right now. And he and he's not had one, so I know in this this little break is not going to help anything I, at all. Could you imagine him having been home for 15 days, what we would have done? We couldn't have made it. <sighs> Rehomed him, I don't know. <laughs> we could not have made it. We could <laughs> not have made it. It would not have gone well. So, man. That's where we are, guys, in life. Yeah. Dealing with everything. But you know what? We've done it with a smile on our face for the most part. <laughs> Yes. I, again, want to reiterate how hard I flirted with Abby. 
almost to the extent I feel like it's a little selfish. Like, I, mean, I feel like you're flirting, and I'm like, just leave me alone, man. <laughs> like, I see you're there. I love you with all my heart, but, like, my I'm head hurts. i steal some confidence in you. <laughs> oh, wait, you think I'm ugly? I'm an ugly girl who needs confidence? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Come on now. Uh, I'm just asking. You know, I don't, you don't fool with no ugly you're... people. Oh. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, love you. We hope everybody has a wonderful week ahead of them. Lots of. I think we're getting more snow. Good health. And yeah, I don't care about the snow. I'm just saying, like, go buy food now, I guess. Go stock up. Teresa. <laughs> I think that's only a Southern thing. I Maybe. I don't know. To dig into it, does everybody stock up for food before, or is it just people? Mm-hmm. What is it about us that makes us think, Oh, God, a snowstorm's coming? Bread and water, baby, or bread and milk, milk sandwiches. I did see French somebody toast. say, I, I did see somebody say that in the north, they were like, or places they're like, We don't like bread. What do you all do? Liquor, like they go and get alcohol and booze. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like. I don't know in the but south. But that will we're like, not be a problem with this house. Yeah, we'll be fine. But like people in the south are like, we gotta make meals for everybody. I don't know. It's just so weird that. Oh. I don't know. But anyway, hope you have a great week. That you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Omicron. Omicron is that what it is? I've what been calling it so many weird things. I don't know its real name. You call it Omnicromny. I call it Omnicromny. We heard it on TikTok, and it's gonna get you. It got me. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Give us give us a little episode to share if you found some value in it. Or if you hate Jason Ellis. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding, Jason. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.